Ocoee and Oakland finalized their budgets. Orlando Health opening a new breast imaging center here in West Orange. Flooding on Reams Road caused by Ian. Will it persist? And it's clear that fall has arrived. Let me tell you about some great events coming up here in West Orange. The date is October 13th, 2022. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange. This is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the go. The Ocoee City Commission approved the final new fiscal year budget during its September 21st meeting. The general fund stands at $72.5 million, which shows a $6.1 million decrease from last fiscal year. The set millage rate, that is property taxes, uh, are set for 4.95 mills, which represents a 0.1 decrease from the previous fiscal year. This means, now, just to understand that with a 4.95 millage rate for your property taxes, that means that property owners will pay $4.95 in tax for every $1,000 worth of property value. Okay, so 4.95 mills means that property owners will pay $4.95 in tax for every $1,000 of property value. Now, the budget includes a 5% increase in employee salaries, and all employees earning less than $12 an hour will be brought up to the new minimum of $15 an hour. Now, it's all laid out in the uh, paper this week by the powerful Andrea Mujica. And, I mean, all the numbers, the breakdown, everything, it's all there for you if you want to get into the details. And Amy Questenberry in this week's paper breaks down uh, Oakland. Oakland, their fiscal budget uh, has been approved, and that fiscal budget is $28 million and a millage rate of 6.3. Now, that is notably higher than the millage rate over in Ocoee. However the town has been able to lower that millage rate for four of the five last years. Now, it was at 6.75 before, now at 6.3. Okay, the Ocoee City Commission on October 4th approved unanimously the rezoning of the Ocoee Oaks joint venture with the condition that traffic issues will be examined and resolved. The rezoning of the property will change the current low-density residential land use to single-family residential, which will allow for the development of 22 homes. The property is located in the northeast corner of the South Clark Road and White Road intersection. And in other news, Goodwill Industries of Central Florida is doing its part to help those impacted by Hurricane Ian in southwest Florida specifically employees of the nonprofit who lost everything in the storm. 
The organization is hosting a special roundup campaign at all 31 retail stores across Orange, Osceola, Lake, Seminole, Volusia, and Brevard counties, where shoppers will have the opportunity to round up their purchases to the next dollar at the checkout counter. Now, 100% of the extra funds will go to those in need. So that is a nice thing to hear. You know, I like Goodwill. They used to be next to the gym. You know, I, uh, my brother and I founded Gymnastics USA here in Winter Garden, and Goodwill was right there, you know, but they moved to this beautiful new location, which I, I got I to gotta tell you, I haven't checked it out yet. I think it's been over a year at least. Uh, maybe a couple, you know, the COVID years, they, they seem to not exist. So maybe it's been a few years even. But I will have to go check that out. Now, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And to coincide with this, Orlando Health, Health Central Hospital in Ocoee, is opening a new breast imaging center on October 17th. The renovated wing of the hospital will give residents access to comprehensive breast care, from screening and diagnostic care to treatment and surgery, all on one campus. The space provides the latest technology to detect breast cancer and will offer patients 3D mammograms, breast ultrasounds, DEXA scans, and image-guided breast biopsy in five treatment rooms. And breast MRIs will be available in early 2023. Now, I was there just this week. One of the surgeons there, he might be the head surgeon, I'm really not too sure, but he gave us a breakdown of all of this and um, all of what's happening. You know, we had a board meeting there on campus for Eight Waves, a great West Orange organization, by the way. Um, we had our board meeting at the hospital. So we were treated to an introduction on all that is happening. And, you know, I'm very grateful to Orlando Health, by the way. I got to tell you, they put a lot of money, and I mean a lot of money, back into this community through various charities and um, organizations that they support. I mean, you really wouldn't believe it. So I am pro Orlando Health. All right, so let's go ahead and look at this Reams Road situation uh, down uh, near Horizon West there and uh, take a look at Annabelle, Annabelle Sykes' great piece. The longtime flooding problems of Reams Road overflowed when Hurricane Ian saturated the area as it rumbled across the state. And even as of press time Tuesday, October 11th, a portion of the road remains closed, causing commuter and traffic problems for thousands who use the road on a daily basis. Residents have turned to local government officials with questions. How did this happen? Why did this happen? And what can be done to prevent it from happening again? Orange County District 1 Commissioner Nicole Wilson said, quote, Until we alleviate the roadway, flooding will likely be an ongoing issue for sections of Reams Road. The Lake Reams Basin drains down toward Reedy Creek, and outfall has increased over the last 10 years due to encroaching development. We are in discussions with Reedy Creek about pumping south because based on the elevations, pumping water north would just push it back into the same stretch of the road, end quote. Now, Annabelle Sykes does a tremendous job at bringing the full story in this week's paper, but let's bounce around a little bit here on this piece. 
the Lake Reams neighborhood planned development. Well, that was approved on August 25th, 1998. And it is located within the Lakeside Village Special Planning Area of Horizon West. Now, the subject property went through future land use, uh, an amendment process for future land use in 2015. Now, during that July 2015 public hearing, the county commission supported unanimously former District 1 Commissioner Scott Boyd's motion to remove an additional 20-acre upland island located to the south and maintain it as upland greenbelt, which does not allow for residential development. However, upland greenbelt does allow for road crossings, parks, golf courses, stormwater management areas, and recreational uses such as bike and pedestrian and these sorts of things for trails. Now, former Commissioner Scott Boyd said that this was not supported by the developer. He also said that by removing the 20 acres, he felt it addressed the concerns of residents in the south. He also stated that in addition, it would provide additional stormwater management and compensating storage during heavy rain events. Boyd said significant input was taken through county, community, and developer-driven conversations. His office held two community meetings related to the project leading up to the final amendment. The result of the two meetings led to a reduction in the original proposed 280 residential units. Now, that went down to only 75. That is up from 280. All right, now when former commissioner uh, in District 1, Betsy Vanderlei, took office in 2016, the discussion continued as the developer proposed significant wetland impacts due to a proposed stormwater pond on the plan. Now, Vanderlei said she and the commission remanded the request and the associated permit and PSP back to county staff for the developer to reduce the development program reconfigure the stormwater management program, and reduce the conservation area impacts. An Orange County staff report from May 2020 does confirm this. Now, in the piece, Annabelle documents residents' concerns who feel bad decisions were made for allowing the development to exist at all, including one resident, Brandon Joe, who said, quote, There is no excuse. The county has not re-engineered the drainage or at least installed pumps to move water away when it floods like this. Frankly, there is no easy way around it. And the county knows this. There's enough development going on. They have the money and impact fees to do something, yet they don't. Too much development and loss of natural drainage. And the quotes go on and on. Um... You know, an important piece, the current West Orange Commissioner seems to, um, you know, defer the blame on predecessors, uh, to which former West Orange Commissioner Scott Boyd replies with, quote, The design, which again was done years prior to either me or Vandalay serving, would have been inadequate due to an unforeseen amount of rainfall. Now, he went on to say that if the current commissioner, Nicole Wilson, wants to change county policies, thus requiring development designed to accommodate 200 or even 500-year storms, then she is well within her rights to do so. However, he did say that 
By doing this, it would likely diminish all affordability of housing in unincorporated Orange County and likely would not be followed by cities and towns. You see, affordable housing is one of the most known issues currently in the county right now. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, has anybody noticed a storm rolling between the current commissioner and her two predecessors? It seems every time there comes an issue, um, she's talking about those two. You know, it, it's an interesting situation. But you know what? I want to get to something a little bit more light. Um, you know, basically our final page here. I want to talk about some great events. I want to bring some awareness to some great organizations. And you know where to keep track of all this stuff. It's at orangeobserver.com on Facebook, uh, Orange Observer, and, you know, even on Twitter. And I'm on all those things, too. Check me out there. All right. But Rotary is doing a poker tournament. Uh, I am part of the Winter Garden Rotary Club. I'm a very proud member. And I encourage you, if you like uh, poker, it is at Tanner Hall on Friday, October 21st. Friday, October 21st. Now, we will link to it in the description. But this is uh, not just, you know, a fun event where there's great prizes, a $1,000 giveaway for first prize. You know, they got other prizes, all kinds of gift cards and stuff. You get pizza, some drinks. A lot of fun, but it's a good organization that does a lot of good. I mean, thousands of dollars are pumped through the Winter Garden Rotary every year that is funneled into good organizations within the community that actually are on the ground doing a lot of good works. So I encourage you to check out uh, this poker tournament. It's every year. I won't be able to be there this particular year because I do have a conflict, um, unfortunately, but I normally am there. But I want you to be there, especially if you like poker. You don't have to be a good poker player. If you're a pro, they got that too. But they also got just novices. So it's really something for everybody. All right. Now, one event that is coming up soon also is on October 29th. That is uh, Rock the House. Uh, that is West Orange Habitat for Humanity. And I am um, proud to serve on the board for the West Orange Habitat for Humanity. Most of you folks know what they do. We have a, a special focus in the East Winter Garden community right now, uh, doing some housing there, uh, but not limited to that. You know, it is West Orange. So for this event, it's one of the biggest fundraisers of the year. And, you know, I, I'm not actually sure if there's space left. You got to check it out. I think there is. So what I want you to do to check this one out, a lot of fun. You dress up. Uh, it's go to event.gives slash rock the house event.gives slash rock the house a lot of fun it's going to be on a beautiful property here in winter garden and you're not going to want to miss that now there's also the halloween you know the city of winter garden's got great things going on for halloween you know on saturday october 22nd is the harvest uh, sidewalk sale and stroll so that's the time you want to go and do a little shopping. It's not too early, mind you, and some of you probably do it really early, but it's not too early to do your holiday shopping. This is a good opportunity. So you bring the kids and you do some holiday shopping for friends and family. Um, also, on Saturday, October 29th, the Farmer's Market will have a celebration, a Halloween-themed celebration. <laughs> and um, on the 31st, great fun things going downtown Winter Garden. The spooky caboose will be in action. 
that is the Winter Garden Heritage Foundation. Uh, so that's on Halloween night itself. So if you don't know what you're going to do for Halloween with the kiddos or the grandkids, this is a great place to be. Downtown Winter Garden, uh, the spooky caboose is definitely something you want to check out with those kids. All right, I got a couple more events I want to tell you about. The other one is the Dream Center. Uh, that's right there on Plant Street in the East Winter Garden area, right by the 7-Eleven near the new apartments. On November 5th, they're going to be doing a dinner, a fundraising dinner. It's going to be their first annual. I will be there. It starts at 6 p.m., and I encourage you to check it out. You're going to want to learn about what they're doing. I talk about the Dream Center a lot to people in the community, and it seems that a lot of folks just aren't really aware. And if you care about the community and good works in the community, the Dream Center is really pivotal. So I want you to go to wodreamcenter.com to consider this event. They really help a lot of people in that area here in the East Winter Garden area and really beyond. So let's check that out. Let's also consider, uh, as my last one here, before we close up for the day, you know, we got a big problem in this country, including this community, uh, with veterans who suffer after they come back home. They suffer greatly, and most of us are relatively aware of this issue. We know that uh, PTS is a real thing, but many of us don't, don't really understand how bad the problem really is in terms of numbers. Well, in 2012, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs came out with a staggering statistic that 22 veterans are committing suicide every day in this country. Now, there have been reports that that has uh, gotten a little bit better since that statistic came out. But recently, very alarming, uh, there was a report that it might be actually worse. So the point is, whether it's worse or better or about the same, we can't have our veterans feeling this way and and, and taking their own lives. So Challenge 22 is done by the American Legion here in Winter Garden. And they're doing a program right now for small businesses here in really all of West Orange. If you would like to get involved somehow, a low-stake level, well, I have a great way you could do it. They're, they're putting out these calendars, little tiny pop-up calendars, very small, that you could put in your place of business and it and basically it flips for every 22 days, 22 days before the event, because the big walk, it's a big walk, the fundraiser. And 22 days before the event, it flips, you know, those a, a graphic for each day, giving some information uh, and this sort of thing. And you can get that, you know, it's free. You just you don't even have to be a, a paid sponsor or anything to have that. If you just want to support and get the word out about this cause, I have to tell you thousands and thousands of dollars have been raised by this organization. 8,000 veterans have been served due to the works of this uh, fundraiser here in West Orange. 8,000 veterans uh, with facing PTS. And amazingly, none of those 8,000 veterans that have been through these programs uh, through the Challenge 22 initiative have taken their life. So it's effective, it's working. Let's give back to our veterans. Let's care about them. I want you to pull out your phone right now, if you can, if you're not driving, 407-719-7611. Text message that number, the word calendar, 
if you want that for your business or your organization. Again, that is 407-719-7611. Text message the word calendar. All right, so we'll continue to talk about uh, all the events coming up. I just wanted to get a bunch out because there's a lot going on in our community. And, of course, as you'll note, the majority of these events are, are for good causes here in West Orange. And we need to be part of good causes. By the way, did anyone else have a great Columbus Day on Monday? Just me? Columbus Day was on Monday. Yeah. So happy Columbus Day, West Orange. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy and blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.